Welcome to Special One Cards Podcast, a weekly podcast on the soccer market, soccer cards. We talk about prospects, we talk about products, and we look at some data to help you make some buying decisions for the future. Hosted by me, Paulo, on a weekly basis. Look for special guests occasionally. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. Looking forward to interacting with all of you. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 37. As I had stated, I'm back last week. uh, And we're going to try to put these out every Tuesday or Wednesday the following week. So doing our best here. We had a little international break, so things have kind of cooled down. Quick message. uh, If you're not following me on Instagram, please do. It's at Special One Cards, S-P-E-C-I-A-L-O-N-E Cards. Please follow me there on Instagram. I do have a Twitter or X account as it's called now, uh, but I'm not very active on there. So if you have any questions or anything um, related to the hobby that I can answer, feel free to DM me. I'm pretty generally pretty uh, good about responding to everybody uh, quickly, right? Uh, although right now it's a pretty busy time for work for me. So uh, I'm on the road once again. So I'm recording this live on the road on the East Coast somewhere. So it's been a little kind of hectic. It's going to be hectic for the probably next four weeks for me uh, between bouncing from here, um, traveling for work, bouncing home for a day or two, and then and then traveling again. So it's going to be quite difficult. But um, so we're back uh, with another episode, and uh, we have a few things to kind of discuss. want to kind of uh, give you folks a little rundown of what we're going to discuss today. The first thing I kind of want to talk about is there is a break that I had posted a while back. It was probably June or July. It never filled. Uh, Those people have been very patient. Um, So we are going to run that. So that break is going to happen on the 29th of this month of September, regardless. Um, It is a four-box break. It's a 21-22 Chrome, um, 20-21 Chrome, um, 21-22 Tops Finest, and then lastly, a box of tops museum collection 21 22 as well for soccer so we have seven sold there's 28 remaining in this break so i'm hoping that you guys uh will participate uh, and any of you that reserve that haven't paid yet please get that over to me as soon as you can uh, we're going to get this going on the 29th if for some reason it does not happen on the 29th i will be refunding people so uh, i don't want to do that i'd rather uh, since i do have the product i'd rather uh, break it for people. I don't break that often. And when I do, I try to do it at a really kind of uh, economical uh, cost value proposition. So um, for this uh, break, it's $35 a spot, um, random teams, two spots for 65. So if you're interested, shoot me a, an email or excuse me, shoot me a DM on Instagram and we'll get you in there. Uh, and if you did commit and haven't paid yet, make sure you get that taken care of uh let's say a few days before the break if you can if you can do it today fantastic but that is going to happen uh i also might be getting a case of tops finest flashbacks i'm not sure if that's been really well received uh by the hobby um you know i think the shop might give me a really good deal on it so i might do it i don't know let me know your thoughts maybe i'll run a poll on that and see if anybody wants to get into that so that was just quick kind of um message on that uh on that break so that'll be interesting to kind of um 
see how that develops, right? I, you know, I definitely want to do that. I haven't done one in a while. It's quite fun. I'm also, for the people that did sign up early, um, there's going to be a jersey involved in this break too. So there will be an authentic um, European club jersey that will be given away uh, to somebody in the break. So, um, you know, another added bonus for folks as well to be a part of that. All right, so uh, we had the international break. So, you know, kind of want to talk about some of the, today we'll probably talk about some of the standout performers of the international break. I'll then kind of discuss um, again a little bit um, about an auction that was interesting that kind of went off um, uh, probably two weeks ago, actually. So we'll go back and revisit that. I'm kind of curious to look at the two cards uh, in question. Um, third, we'll, we'll probably, um, get into a little bit of, um, you know, who, who was the big performer at the international break or which players can we look at for potential kind of, um, increase in a hobby exposure or increase in prices, whatever the case may be. I then want to touch a little bit on, on Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo and his situation with the national team, given, uh, the results that they had, um, against Luxembourg today. Again, Luxembourg is not a, a big country, obviously, or a, a big historic team. But in the last few years, they have had uh, some pretty decent national teams uh, that have played. And, um, you know, that 9 nothing victory by Portugal was kind of important. Um, and I'll discuss that a little bit too as well. Uh, and then lastly, I'm going to do um, – a little deep dive, a little data deep dive on a, uh, let's just, I'll leave it as a surprise. Uh, so hopefully you guys stick around for the episode. And again, I appreciate you guys coming on and listening every week. Um, again, if you're not following me on Instagram, it's at special one cards, um, and then Twitter as well, but I don't really use that that much. So make sure you, uh, check me out on Instagram. The other thing is there will be another giveaway coming up. I just haven't decided what I'm going to be doing for a giveaway. Uh, it will probably be next week at some point. I'll put that post out. Uh, if you're going to listen to the podcast, you'll probably get first dibs and be able to participate. I'm going to lock it up so that only uh, 15 people can participate in the giveaway. I mean, last time we only had 10 as it was. So, um, you know, so stay tuned for that, for those news too, as well. So when I initially gave you guys the agenda for today, I talked about coverage of the international break, the auction coverage that I want to talk about, and then who are the big performers during the break. So I really wanted to actually probably combine the first one, the international break coverage, with who were the biggest performers during that break. So um, on a team level, we'll discuss each team um, that I kind of observed and what I saw the games I could watch uh, that I felt were um, – that were excellent um, in their run-ups uh, for their games and how they played. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And then specific players we'll discuss as well. So um, the first team that I thought was really impressive uh, to me um, was Spain. Um, you know, over two games, they outscored their opponents 13 to one. I mean, granted it was Georgia um, and uh, the other team they did face, uh, was uh, Cyprus, you know, not exactly strong teams. Uh, you know, Georgia's got um, special K from Napoli uh, and a few other kind of players that are growing into their roles at that, at that, uh, at that level. So, um, you know, not big countries, but, you know, when you're winning over like that type of, 
with those type of victories, a 13 to one outscoring over two games, two opponents, really impressive. A few things to note uh, about Spain. Um, 16 year old Barcelona player, uh, Yamin Lamal, he scored his first goal for Spain, which is really awesome. He'd come on as a sub. He's only 16. I believe that was a record actually for Spain uh, in terms of youngest player ever score a goal. Um, and you're starting to see these Barcelona players really uh, get pushed to uh, play more uh, at a younger age, uh, which is interesting to me uh, for a few reasons. Um, I think uh, Barcelona is really obviously the financial issues that they're having. Uh, they're kind of put in a position that they have to do that right. Uh, but again, they have a lot of talent there. Um, I am starting to wonder, though, you know, especially with Pedri and some of the other players that have suffered some of these injuries, if these guys are playing too much and if they're not rotating their players enough. And that could be a Xavi kind of uh, issue or a coaching kind of decision in terms of uh, he's trying to understand that more. Uh, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he probably does understand it. Um, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, do you want this – 16 year old to like run his legs off and then uh and again Chavez is a coach of the national team but um you know they gave him that experience at the national team level especially against this weak squad um but you have to wonder uh if Chavez is going to be taking that into account with a lot of the young younger players making sure that they're not overworked between their national team duties and their league duties for Barcelona so we'll see what happens there the other thing I want to talk about for Spain is Alex Bayana, he finally scored a goal. I believe that's his first goal for Spain. I can't remember. I could be wrong. He's a unique player. Um, plays at uh, Villarreal. Uh, he has rookies in um, Chronicles 22-23 and Select La Liga. For me, I think the better of the rookie cards is the Select La Liga uh, rookie card. Um, and just to give you guys kind of a price breakdown on what uh, his stuff is kind of sold for um, on eBay as of late. Uh, let me get you some data uh, to help you guys kind of uh, manage in terms of if that's something that you guys are looking at uh, or not. Um, but Bayana, uh, over the last um, few months, not a lot of stuff. There's a few sales from, from June. Um, his Panini Select La Liga uh, Select Future uh, rookie card, which is a, an insert. Um the gold of 10 SP version sold for $69. That seems cheap to me. His La Liga um, gold mosaic out of uh, select as well. That's card number 194. Um, an SSP sold for $56. So there's a lot of opportunity. There's cracked ice out of Chronicles um, in XR La Liga uh, card number 124. That sold, I think, for $45 as a best offer. So maybe even sold for lower. So, you know, take a look at some of this stuff. Another Chronicles one, which is his Prism, uh, La Liga, Orange Ice sold of 23 as well, so for $36. So he's a good opportunity to get in. A uh, player that's seen a lot of action at Villarreal. He's starting to be called up for the national team quite a bit. So could be a potentially really good player to think take a look at. Uh, for the future. Very talented. I haven't really done a breakdown on him, but maybe I will this weekend for people to kind of take a look at uh, what you expect or what we can expect from a player like him. Uh, he is very talented. Um, he's also uh, an extremely exciting player to watch. Um, you know, he initially last year, he, he was on loan at Girona, um, which were in the second division. Uh, excuse me, that was 21-22 that he was in second division. Um, 
made his way back to Villarreal. He scored a brace in the opening match against uh, Real Valla. Valladolid, sorry about that. Um, and uh, he added a third goal later on against Sevilla. Um, I think that was back in September of last year. So an exciting player to take a look at and think about um, that could possibly present some opportunities. Again, he is in select La Liga, that release that just came out recently, uh, which I think was very short print, wasn't printed crazy. And he is also in Chronicles. I think the La Liga is probably the move here. Um unless it's harder to get some of that Chronicles stuff. I do like Chronicles as well. Two really good strong sets, but you probably won't see him in any other sets. Um, and I haven't looked at Obsidian to actually check to see if I can track that. So two guys to look at there. All right, Portugal. So Portugal had some uh, really good performances. They went over to Slovakia within kind of grinded out a one nothing win. They played very well, I thought, um, but only scored one goal uh, in that game. Ronaldo did play in that game. Uh, they then played Luxembourg at home and, you know, beat them 9 nothing. So uh, Portugal, another team that was strong. The two Iberian uh, Peninsula neighbors, you know, combining for a 23-1 to um, over four games against two opponents is pretty, pretty crazy uh, in terms of goals. But Portugal had some really uh, good performances, even in that first game against Slovakia. Uh, but I really want to kind of look at Luxembourg. Luxembourg, some of you might think is, oh, they're not a very good team or they're not very big. Luxembourg has had some pretty good history the last few years of really challenging some top sides. Um, but I did not expect, I expected Portugal maybe 3-1, 4-1 kind of victory, but they really laid the groundwork done uh, on them. Um, one of the big, uh, there were a few guys that really stood out in that game for me. Uh, Gonzalo Inacio, he's the sporting um Center back uh, had a hat trick, believe it or not, against Luxembourg. He's actually an undersized uh, center back, but it uh, leads me to believe that he could possibly transition. And he's kind of had moments where he's, if I remember correctly, I think he's had moments where he's had to play kind of the um, uh, central defensive midfielder role at, at times. So maybe that's where he kind of um, matures into. I don't know. But he is a center back. He's talented. Uh even though he's undersized, he defends very well, is very good in the air as well for an undersized guy. He scored a hat trick against Luxembourg, which is wild. So he is in last year's Chrome and Sapphire, and I believe Finest as well, uh, amongst some of the products. His stuff is relatively cheap. As you know, center backs don't command a lot of money. Next player, Gonzalo Ramos, scored two goals um, for Portugal in that game. What, what can we say about Gonzalo Ramos? I believe he's now got um, something like, uh, I think it's five goals or 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 eight goals and five starts for Portugal. So whenever he starts, he scores pretty much. Um, and the ratio, it's funny, it actually works out better than Cristiano Ronaldo's ratio for goal scoring for Portugal thus far, very early in his career. But Gonzalo Ramos, as you know, he's only got one card really, and it is in the um, 2020 20, 21 um, Merlin set. Uh, Merlin Chrome, uh, the initial release of that set. Uh, really nice set, as you remember. Um, and his stuff, uh, I'm not sure if we saw kind of a pickup on, I think his, and he's, he hasn't scored yet at PSG this season. He's playing there. And I, I feel like, I don't know, PSG's got a lot of attacking players up front. And I don't know how this is going to kind of, how he fits in. Uh, I mean, maybe fits in, I don't know. Um, or maybe that's kind of a, 
you know, we're going to let him play there for a little bit to see what happens. But um, so uh, most recently uh, we had a, a Ra Gonzalo Ramos on the 13th, which is um, actually this morning while I'm recording um, sell for $90 uh, Merlin Chrome uh, of 250 cracked ice atomic refractor or cracked ice. We call them right. Uh, looks like a bunch of them sold. I don't know if this is accurate or not. Um, you had a aqua refractor, which is number to 199 sold for $20 and 50 cents. So as you can see, there was a lot uh, on the seventh that was sold a Merlin Chrome lot, which was uh, one number to 150, one number to 175, one number to 199, and then Aqua Speckle. So it was a four card lot sold sold for 79 bucks. Somebody got a good deal there, I think. Um, kind of the biggest. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the biggest sale is here for Gonzalo Ramos as of late. Uh, what we've seen. So I'm going to kind of try to sort through this and find kind of the biggest sale recently. Uh, and the recent biggest sale, uh, Blue Shimmer uh ex excuse me a blue no i'm gonna actually look at this one instead a gonzalo ramos orange of merlin chrome psa 9 um back uh in the middle of august on august 15th sold for 270. um his of 99 uh, green mojo uh psa 10 sold for 225 uh at that time on, that was in june that was through probstein so i'm not really sure sometimes that stuff can be dicey with probstein auctions as we all know um PSA 10, uh, going to kind of like look at some things kind of that are similar. PSA 10 on the on August 6th um, in number 250 sold for 127.50. So we saw two sales of that same card in raw condition sell for about 90, I believe. Um, and then a month ago, 127 on a PSA 10. So maybe his market is picking up some more steam again. I'm not sure. Um, I just haven't seen him perform at that Benfica level yet at League One. Again, we're still really early on, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Uh, I think things will be fine for him. Um, Diego Jota, really good to see him back in really good kind of form. Uh, even for Liverpool, he's been really good. Had two goals and an assist in that game. He's got rookies. I think they're 2018 uh, Tops Chrome, which is the EPL edition. Uh, and there's a Chrome. I think there might be. No, there isn't. I don't think there's one for... Uh, his Porto days. I think it's Chrome, but it's in the Wolves kit. I think that's 2018 or 2019 EPL. So uh, if I can remember correctly, Bruno Fernandez, three assists in the goal, really kind of um, really excellent. Uh, this game, he seems to really perform really well without Ronaldo in the lineup. Uh, João Felix, uh, again, retro Felix. You guys saw my post this week uh, with a Benfica style goal. Uh, where he basically took on defenders across the box to find a shot and basically launched a bullet and scored a tremendous goal. So hopefully he kind of picks up uh, where he should be uh, and really uses that talent to elevate himself further. Again, his rookies in 2018 tops Chrome. Uh, you can find that there. I've talked about him at nauseating times, so you're probably done in hearing about him. And then lastly, I wanted to talk a little bit about Italy. Italy, um, you know, I think they drew the first game, but then they defeated a tough Ukraine team. Um, they won 2-1, and they had two goals from David Fertesi, a guy that I've talked about quite a bit. Uh, this year, he is playing for Inter. Uh, he is on loan from Sassuolo. He still is a Sassuolo player. His rookies are in 21-22 Chronicles. Uh, he's a player that I've talked to about, talked about quite a bit of times. Um 
You'll find his stuff again in 2122 Chronicles. You'll also find his rookie in that kind of really nice mosaic Serie A set. Um, his most recent, um, and this is going to blow your mind, he had a gold prism uh, mosaic uh, number to 10 sell for $26 on August 8th. So his stuff is still very cheap. He is a midfielder, um, so I think some people get scared of that. Uh, but if you're buying Gavi and all those other guys and Pedri, you shouldn't be afraid to take a chance on a player like David Fratesi. Um, is he as talented as those, as those guys? Maybe not. Uh, but he is a very dynamic player um, that I, I can really see being a, a big staple for Italy in the future, as well as Inter. I think Inter might have the option to buy him uh, later after this loan period. So, and his Chronicle stuff is relatively cheap. Um, his, like I said, that gold uh, sold for really cheap money. He also did sell the last sale of a cracked ice um, number to 23, which is the Chronicle Serie A XR um, uh, branded card uh, sold for $99 on Com C uh, via eBay. So he's got some interesting cards that you might be able to pick up at a, a bargain. Um, and, and if you're an Italy fan, you should pick them up anyways. But if you're uh, kind of a fan and looking at kind of the next big Italian midfielder, I think this guy might be it. And this is a guy that um, Jose, Jose Mourinho really coveted him um, last year and he just couldn't couldn't get the support from um, the, the, the Roma, uh, basically higher ups to, to try to make the move for him. Uh, and that becomes kind of a, a money issue, right? At, at, uh, at Roma, so really exciting player to watch. I know I've talking about, I've talked about him uh, various times on there uh, on my Instagram too. I think I have a post about him too as well. So um, now the Ronaldo situation is really interesting. What's going on uh, with Ronaldo, uh, particularly for Portugal after that nine nothing win? Um, you know, it's interesting what's coming out of the media in Portugal right now. A lot of uh, the fans are saying that Ronaldo needs to step aside and kind of. Um, you know, hand hand the torch off. Um, I'm kind of against that. I kind of think that Ronaldo still has a place. Whether it is if he starts or not, I'm not sure. Uh, again, I'm not a coach, so I can't. I have been a coach before, uh, but I'm not sure I can kind of make that decision either. Um, you know, you've got some really young, talented players. Portugal seems to really play well uh, with certain players, the younger younger guys in the lineup. Um, and there is leadership in that lineup, even if Ronaldo's not in the lineup. I think Ronaldo brings a lot of value uh, to the team from the bench perspective. But again, uh, I'm not a coach, so I'm not the guy to kind of talk about that. That's the uh, that's the interesting piece. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, with their uh, the media. Usually, I know uh, Roberto Martinez basically stated that that he was ignoring that chatter, and I think he got up during the press conference that was asked. So. Um, it's really interesting uh, to see what's going to happen with that if they make the hard decision and stance that Ronaldo, listen, I think it's best for the team to move on and kind of turn the page and move on uh, with this new direction, new coach, uh, new style of play. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I kind of don't want that. I want him, I have, I've, I've said it before, but I do think he will be at the next World Cup and make, and, be an instrumental part of instru instrumental part of that team and how they play. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, it's going to be interesting, really interesting to see what happens. Um, another really interesting thing that came out over the last few days was uh, Mike Phelan 
who used to be uh, used to work with Sir Alex uh, at United. And, you know, he had some interesting quotes on Ronaldo's time the second time around um, at United uh, in an exclusive. I think he did an interview with Sky Sports or something. And this quote was really kind of interesting to me. Uh, and it kind of, uh, and most of you probably already saw the quote, um, you know, he states that, um, you know, that United has high standards. Um, obviously, they do. Um and uh, where you know their history, they have a lot of history, so that's a big, big part of 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 what's happened, right? Um, so he stated that the second time around, when Ronaldo came in a lot older and a lot more opinionated and strong-willed, feeling added that he still had massively high standards and was terrific to work with, but I'd probably say a tougher mindset. He has been at Man United. He has been at Portugal's ever present. He had been at Madrid. He had been at Juventus. So. And Mike Phelan goes on to say, I, I liked it because he didn't want his standards to drop. He wanted other people's standards to come up. And sometimes you lose a few people along the way when that happens. I remember certain times when he pushed and pushed hard, he didn't get much reaction or much response. And there was frustration. So, um, you know, uh, it's an interesting thing to look at kind of how these generations are kind of changing, right? Uh, so you have you know, Ronaldo's generation and we have a newer generation of players and the younger players. And we saw this with Mason Greenwood too, where he wasn't really liking the fact that Ronaldo was uh, there. Uh, and Ronaldo didn't like the fact that Greenwood wasn't trying to learn from him. You know, you can always learn from veterans. It's just a really interesting kind of quote from Mike Phelan. Uh, I think uh, it shows the importance of leadership uh, and why veterans can help teams uh, kind of elevate and, and become better. Now, the whole situation at United right now, I'm not sure uh, what is uh, going on there. It continues to be a dumpster fire. Um, and this is by no means a shot at United fans. I have supported United in the past when they've have when they had Portuguese players, and I still kind of silently hang back and root for them to do well. Uh, but I'm not really sure what is going on there. You know, you now you have the Anthony situation uh, going on, um, and you have a lot of other folks that are kind of coming um, you know, Mourinho talked about it. Zlatan talked about the facilities and things of that nature that need to be updated and upgraded. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, do I think Eric Ten Hag is the guy for the job? Probably, he probably is the guy for the job. I think they need to just be patient with him. Do I think he's uh, a really great coach? No, I don't. I actually think Eric Ten Hag is, Eric Ten Hag is uh, a very uh, marginal or uh, average coach. I just don't see the big fuss about him. So um, we'll see what happens with United. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens the rest of the season with them uh, and what to expect. All right. So as part of our data day of data dive, excuse me, that was a tongue twister. Uh, and I'm going to probably start doing this every week. I've kind of started it, not really telling you, but I've, but I've been doing it. Um, we're going to look at players that are under 23 years old, and we're going to look at players who are kind of leading the pack in goal and assists, right? Or players that people aren't aware of, um, not players that are kind of mainstream already too expensive. So, for example, Erling Holland, he's got uh, six goals in four games already and an assist. Um, you know, he kind of leads in that category right now. Then Jude Bellingham is second. Um, but the third player not everybody knows about, uh, Victor Boniface uh, of Leverkusen. 
Uh, he's 22 years old. He's got four goals and two assists thus far in three games uh, for Leverkusen. So he has been excellent. Uh, his stuff is still relatively cheap. Um, some of his stuff has started to get really expensive. Um, his recent orange uh, on uh, Merlin, he's in Merlin this year too as well. So his recent uh, orange of 25 sold for $399.99. Um, and that was... Uh, on the 4th of September, a day later, his uh, Purple Refractor of 15 sold for $249.99. I believe those might have been best offers, too. Uh, but um, a better kind of sale check here is September 10th. Enough 25 orange sold for $203.50. And 50 cents. Um, a Green Mojo of 99 this again is from Merlin, sold for $70 um, on the 12th. So his stuff is starting to pick up some steam. So you may want to take a look and see what's out there uh, available. He is, I believe, only in Merlin, too. So he's one of those unique players where you're only going to see one kind of rookie uh, thus far, although he may be coming into the Bundesliga Chrome, Bundesliga Sapphire set. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but there are some listed on eBay. Uh, you can find them there. Um, some of the prices aren't uh, very Friendly, obviously, refractor selling for $20 a pop. Uh, not exactly the best uh, price. I do see um, enough uh, enough two, 275 Pink Mojo listed for $20. So it all depends on what you're looking for and how what your budget is. Uh, there is uh, an interesting one. There is a gold one number to 50. Um, that is closing six days from now. So it closes next Tuesday at 10, 15 p.m. It's already at $46 in bidding. So I'm going to actually watch that auction. I'm curious to see what that does. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, the ramp up and if he can continue on with the success he's had thus far, Victor Boniface. So he's been very good um, for Leverkusen this year. Um, you know, I think he could potentially be a really good player to kind of follow and watch. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, just take a look at his auctions, see what you can find out there. You might you might find something you like. Um, the next player I, you know, want to look at, and I was trying to find players that are in, because uh, there's a lot of players that are kind of leading, um, or players that you know of, like Evan Ferguson, Shavi Simons, right? Guys that you guys know of. Um, a player, another player that I've, that I've started to consider to look at, um, uh, plays for, Plays for Bruges in the Belgian league. Um, Andreas Skov Olsen, uh, he's a Danish player. Uh, he's been actually playing really well for Denmark as well when he has played. Uh, his, uh, trying to remember where his rookie cards are located, which product they're located in. Um, but he, thus far this year, has, uh, he has scored uh, four goals and provided, provided one assist in five games. So, He's a good guy to also take a look at. Uh, again, some of these guys are pretty inexpensive. Um, so he is in the Merlin set this year as well. Now, the only thing here is with this Merlin set, they did not denote it as a rookie card. So there is no rookie card badge on it, uh, which is concerning uh, for me at least. Uh, I hate that. For some reason, I don't understand why these guys are doing this um, and really forgetting to add these guys. Um, rookie card badges on their 
on their cards, but he is in Merlin set. I believe that is it. He also might have a sticker. I think he does have a sticker actually in last year's World Cup set. Um, and he also does, does does also have a Prism World Cup card as well. That Prism World Cup card is number card number 66. And looking at his sales thus far, I would say uh, they've been really low for the output that he's had, the production. Uh, you had a, uh, on September 1st, a, a PSA 10 uh, World Cup Blue Choice, number to 135, sold for $10.50, which to me is wild because that's cheaper than grading the card, and it's a PSA 10, so it makes it even better. Um, an Orange Mojo out of Merlin just sold for, that's number to 25, just sold for $0.99. Cents. Like, I'm not sure what's going on here, uh, but he certainly is a player to watch, a player to consider to buy. Uh, his World Cup Prism Orange of 25 sold for $4.25. So when we talk about low risk, high reward, this is an example of a player that potentially could do that. Now, granted, he is 23 years old, uh, but I do think that's still young. You consider that the players' primes are in, you know, between 26 and 29 years old. Um, take a look at the kid. He's cheap enough to do that. Um, so, uh, I would strongly encourage you to, uh, take a look at him. I think he could be a potentially kind of one of those guys you buy, put aside, put away for a year or two, um, as he continues to develop in the, in, in Belgium, he is a forward. So, you know, you're getting a player that will probably score some goals. So take a look at him. I've watched him play about twice this year. Uh, I have that TV package. If anybody's ever interested, let me know. Um, might be able to help you out with that too, uh, where we can watch any games from any country. So he's an interesting one to look at, even though he is a little older. Um, another guy to um, consider that I've probably talked about in the past, uh, uh, Zachariah, and, and I'm going to kill me if I pronounce this incorrectly, uh, Zachariah Abukahali. I think he was actually one of the guys I featured in my World Cup preview months ago. Um, he is a Moroccan national. He plays for Toulouse in French Liga. He's got three goals in four matches thus far. Um, and his rookies, I believe, um, those rookies, I want to say they're in that score set that released last year, but I can't remember. Um but he may also be in prison. Yeah, he is in that score set from last year, uh, from the previous year, 22-23 score Liga set. Um, and I think that's his only rookie. He doesn't have any other rookies. So uh, another kind of guy that from that set that uh, I continue to say that set is really kind of underrated, uh, potentially a really kind of uh, prospect-filled set with really excellent players. I mean, Turkey's in there, why he's in there. There's a few others. Uh, so um, take a look at uh, this player as well. Um, again, he is, uh, you know, 23, uh, but he's obviously playing, starting for Toulouse in Ligue 1, Liga, and then uh, for Morocco, he is a fixture on that national team. So he's started off really well. So just giving you those three players this week to take a look at. Maybe you'll start to follow their progression and how they do um, this year. Uh, and then we'll we'll continue on, um, you know, on further episodes and kind of try to expand on the list as we go down the list. And maybe we'll do one that's on the under 21. I want to focus on players who are under 23. If you like that segment, let me know. Um, we can continue doing those every week. 
maybe focusing on three players and looking at their numbers as far and where their rookie cards can be found. So, all right, guys, I think that's going to cover my episode. Please DM me with questions. I'd love to answer questions on the podcast. If you want to be a guest on the podcast as well, shoot me a message. I don't mind getting people on here, other collectors to talk uh, footy, really engage with the crowd, uh, help you build your audience as well. If you already have a podcast, uh, might be might be interesting. And then also, let me know what you guys think about Top's Finest Flashbacks. Would you guys enter a break with me if I posted that? Um, or, you know, we could do something uh, maybe wild and different. I don't know. So uh, maybe we enter the break and split it up cost-wise, do a serial number kind of draft. I don't know. Uh, just trying to be creative. But if you're interested in doing that, let me know uh, so I can gauge interest and make the decision, okay, let's take that product and let's let's break it. Again, the people in the break for those four different boxes, that is happening on the 29th. If it does not happen, you will be refunded as well. Uh, again, I prefer to have it happen. If it doesn't happen, I'm still going to give away the jersey to one of those folks that signed up for the break initially and paid. So if you signed up and didn't pay, unfortunately, I can't qualify you for the, uh, for the uh, giveaway for that. So um, I appreciate everybody. Please um, follow me on Instagram at Special One Cards. Uh, please um, continue to um, support me. Uh, you know, I'm asking a lot there uh, by spreading the word. Uh, I really do appreciate it when new people come on and listen to the podcast and send me messages, tell me how much they love it. So until next week, guys, enjoy. I hope you enjoyed the international break, but let's get back to club football. Uh, I'm excited for it, and we will talk to you all soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of Special One Cards. Join us again next week, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. DM me any questions, concerns, hobby rants, or experiences you've had at shows online. Something for us to kind of talk about a little bit more. Again, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it.